welcome to the Soul Full of It podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Raquel. Today, I'm joined by Uni and Andreas as we dive into the astrology and tarot for December 2019. If you enjoy this podcast episode, please remember to go give us a five-star rating on iTunes and share it out with your networks. All right, let's jump into this. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, hello. Hi. Nice to be here again. Welcome back. Well, thank you. So we, as always, have lots of super fun astrological events coming on. We are at the end of the year. It feels like a very supercharged time of reflection. We're looking at those last 12 months and we're coming right out of that Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. We've also had Jupiter transiting through Sagittarius for all of the year up until now. On December 2nd, which is a Monday, we're going to have Jupiter jump into Capricorn, and we're going to dive into that more soon, along with more of the astrological influences of the month. But before we do that, I would love to hear what cards you pulled, Uni. Okay, well, for this next month, I pulled three cards. The first card being the Three of Wands. The Three of Wands, really, it has this energy of moving forward and taking advantage of the ground below you and the vantage point at which you're standing and really looking to the horizon to explore all the possibilities of things to come. It's about being open-minded and really receptive to what's coming and knowing that there's more work to be done because you've reached this point in the journey where you can't turn back and you have to use what is available to you right now to get you to the next level. And for the second card, which is more insight on that, I pulled the hermit and the hermit was reversed. And that for me, it's really like coming out of the Scorpio season where we were doing all this deeper work. It's about coming out into the world with that light that you have found from stepping into that darkness and bringing that forward and trusting that you have everything that you need in this moment in time for you to make the next few steps. And maybe you don't know what that may be, but you're taking the steps one step at a time to get there. And the outcome for that is justice. And justice really is about the cause and effect, knowing that everything that you do is going to influence something on the micro as well as the macro level just by the very nature of you having interacted with it whether you choose to make a decision or not all of it leading towards you finding and accepting your own truth and what that means to you and sticking fast to that and also being accountable to that lovely i think that all really ties well together absolutely i have to say yeah that's like perfect for for the month that we have right now you know that the three of wands is just that's such a Sagittarius energy I feel, and it's uh, it's very expansive. It's it's very forward looking. It's it's looking for the growth. It's looking to kind of just ground itself in that truth seeking ability. The Hermit card just feels so much like Scorpio energy, and having had that time to be introspective and do the deeper soul enriching kind of work that might not be the most enjoyable, but it's very supportive for you to feel like you're propelling forward into that ability to step into your justice-seeking ways. You now have gained all this knowledge from that introspective work and can show up that much more balanced for yourself, for your environment, for your support system, for your work, to kind of really trust into your own 
sense of understanding with where you stand for yourself, with what you believe in, with how you want to portray yourself. It's pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and justice as well, being a card that has to do with what is just, what is right, what is equal, what is the cause and effect. Mm-hmm. What what I do now, where I put my feet now, determine the path that I walk. Mm-hmm. And that is up to me. There's choice involved in this. And that makes me think about where the planet Jupiter is right now. So we're in December, kicking off this new month. Whether you're listening to this episode, beginning of the month, or technically it drops at the end of November, or even mid-month, Jupiter has been transiting through Sagittarius all year long. And Jupiter takes about a year to go through each sign, which means that it takes 12 years before it makes its transit through that sign again. So we won't see Jupiter in Sagittarius again for 12 more years. Wow. Yeah. Which is profound. Yeah. And now that Jupiter is stepping into Capricorn, it is very much the energy of three of wands, which is saying, look at all of the work and the bounty and the harvest, what you've managed to accomplish in the last 12 months in this year of 2019. But you're looking out into the field you're holding on to your your wand <laughs> and you're seeing that there's so much more to do and so much more to expand upon. And Jupiter's all about expansion. It's all about the abundance mindset and feeding that. And Capricorn is here to remind us you can have all the big ideas in the world and you can manifest anything. You really can. You can have anything that your heart desires. If you sit on your couch all day and just manifest it, it's not going to show up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Real talk. Capricorn (laughs) is here. That is the sea goat that is climbing the mountain somehow. It is both of the land. It is of the sea. That motherfucker is going to get to the top (laughs) and you cannot stop it. Okay. (laughs) That is Capricorn energy. That is a boss energy that is here to remind us you have to do the work. And three of wands is here to also remind us on the flip side of that. But don't forget what you already did. And the end of the year is a perfect time to acknowledge what has been and the the work that's been put into everything. But then to start dreaming about what will be and what can be and what you want and why you want it. Mm-hmm. And Sagittarius energy is centered around truth and freedom. 100%. Take it from me. I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> centaur. Centaur. <Well, laughs> Jupiter and Capricorn, that's going to be, again, so next year, 2020, we have this opportunity to view transition. Jupiter and Sagittarius was a great opportunity to have increased spiritual awareness, cultural awareness, to have expanded on higher mind and broadened horizons. And right now with Jupiter going into Capricorn, it's uh, now time to value long-term achievements. Mm. You know, Capricorn is that energy of, of, of applying practicality and consistency. And with that energy being with us for a year, I think that's a great opportunity for us to really look at that. And during this cycle, we might not be the most adventurous with taking risks, but that ties into the transition of the year that we just had. You know, maybe this year we were taking a lot of risks. We were doing things that that normally wouldn't guarantee you something without you having experienced the ability to, to have faith. But, you know, with this year moving forward, we have a great opportunity to be resourceful, to make some strong plans, make some 
executive decisions to follow through with the execution and that energy of Capricorn, that very grounded, earthy, practical kind of a, a way to achieve those goals is on our side right now. And it's for a year. So it's a great time to kind of sit with that. And it's a beautiful ability to do that right now with this year coming to an end. Like we can look back on this past year that we had and express our gratitude for all the risks that we took, for all the growth that we came to, for all the expansion that we had. And now we're moving forward. So let's lay down some roots. Let's let's follow through with some goals and some plans. I think 2020 is an amazing year for that. Absolutely. And Jupiter and Capricorn, it is very different than Jupiter and Sagittarius. Jupiter and Sagittarius has, here's all the ideas. What if we did this? What if we did that? What if we did that? Like all of those different things being thrown into the garden. All the seeds are in the garden. And then Jupiter and Capricorn goes, okay, but which ones are actually going to grow? Right. And mm -hmm. I only have so much water and I only have so much sunlight. Mm -hmm. And now I have to make some choices. Definitely. And that is the tough and beautiful part of Jupiter and Capricorn and what this transit is going to be offering us. And we have all of 2020 Mm -hmm. to really start figuring that out for ourselves and to also build on that relationship it's, it's a beautiful chance to to start using some discretion to use precision to trust in your wisdom because you've gained reflection and you have the patience and you can be practical and also be fruitful with it you know self-resiliency is wonderful and here we have the chance to do that so looking forward to it man that's that's some good stuff right there guys yes and Referencing back to where we came from last month, being that focus around the Mercury retrograde, that it was one that rocked a lot of boats in a big way, but there is so much to gather from that and take with us out of the water as we are coming to the land and Sagittarius season is that fire energy. And here we are being invited to gather and celebrate the end of the year. Mm. And share that together. The reason I bring up Mercury retrograde is because Mercury retrograde does linger. So after the retrograde period ends, we're still in the shadow of Mercury. And what that means is that the degrees that Mercury transited through in Scorpio, which was 28 degrees Scorpio back down to 12 degrees Scorpio, and then back up to 28 degrees Scorpio. Stay with me. I know this sounds technical. It's actually not. That review period, we won't pass the threshold to get to where Mercury ended up at 28 degrees Scorpio again until the 7th of December. So everything that came up during the retrograde period is still very relevant. You might not have the day-to-day -day, like technological difficulties or the communication going haywire or the buying a large item and then it arrives to your doorstep and it's broken. Some of those more common things that folks tend to associate with Mercury retrograde that might not be lingering as much, but what did you learn and what are you taking with you? And something that one of my mentors actually recently said to me that I feel really called to share is are you carrying with you the mistake or the lesson? Mm. And that really hit me and I needed to hear it. And I have a feeling that if you're listening to this, 
perhaps you need to hear it too. And if, if you don't think it resonates for you, that's okay. May I make a suggestion that you pass it along? Because there's someone else in your life that might really benefit from hearing that. There's still this energy and this opportunity to still be reflective, to still be not necessarily cautious, but mindful, uh, aware, and to be able to, to still reevaluate and reassess yourself because sometimes these shadow periods of Mercury retrograde, I think, are felt even more than the retrograde yes, period yes. itself. I mean, mm -hmm. there was a few, I don't know about you two, maybe you can elaborate on this after, but I felt the weeks of this Mercury retrograde transition from the first week being like, all right, I got this, to the second period of that Mercury retrograde kind of hitting me really hard. And as that third one came around, it's like I felt it lighten up a little bit. But all throughout those weeks, I was very introverted. I was very introspective about things. I feel like I broke some barriers through my own personal development emotionally. I was able to recognize a lot of emotional blockages that I was having because they came up. And, you know, now with this shadow period, I can still feel it. I can still feel that there is still more opportunity to continue to expand. And I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to really allow myself the ability to reevaluate how I stand with this all. And like you said, how am I going to continue to either choose to move forward with the lessons by asking myself, how much of the mistakes am I still holding on to? Mm -hmm. I think that that's some of that discretion that the hermit card is all about. Once you realize your truth, you can use that to be your inner guidance, uh, having sought out the answers and finding them and using them to really strategize before acting. And I think that in that darker revision period where you're really finding a lot of inner healing. You're able to bring back so much with you that you could that you could apply for when you come out of it once it goes back direct. So beautiful. I like. I wanted to bring up the metaphor or the visualization of what I had come to with a good friend of mine, Rebecca, on the phone. We were actually discussing the Mercury retrograde period and how you can go so deep and how we have gone so deep. And with this all, we're transitioning into the energy of. Sagittarius it's like when you think of Sagittarius and you see that bow and arrow and you're pulling back on that arrow so that it can propel forward and spring forward into the future that arrow visualize that as being all the depth that you just went through visualize that as being the healing that took place and as you're pulling back that arrow to launch it forward you can see on the horizon line all the beauty and all the hope and all the expansion that's going to come from having been able to sit with that depth so that depth didn't go by unnoticed. That work didn't go by unnoticed. You did all of that so that you can allow yourself to move forward and step into the, the space of expansion. Absolutely. And you're still doing the work. Right. And, and it never ends. It doesn't, which is both a blessing and... Tedious is the word that comes to mind. <laughs> yes, a little tedious, but isn't everything that has to do with growth and what are we here to do but to grow mm -hmm. as individuals in this bizarre human experience i almost said experiment <laughs> <laughs> kind of is an experiment um, is honestly. this a collective dream uh are we in a black hole right now i don't know but if we are thanks for listening to our podcast in the black hole <laughs> it's pretty awesome so some other things that are coming on for us this month we are going to have mercury move into sagittarius and it's only going to be in sagittarius from the 9th of december up until the 28th towards the end of the month it is going to move into Capricorn. So you've got 
three weeks to embrace the quick, chatty, enthusiastic energy that Sagittarius brings and contributes to the Zodiac. You also have about three weeks to watch your mouth. (laughs) If you have that Sagittarius energy pumping through your blood like I do, you know that there is both the gift of the gab and the shut the fuck up because you're saying the wrong thing. So Mercury and Sagittarius... It's joyful, it's exciting, it's a lot of ideas and energy, which is why it's important for us to lean into that hermit card and remember to get grounded, to get centered, if you will, and (laughs) to find the quiet and the calm and the storm that is the holiday season. And whether you celebrate or not, it can just be a really rambunctious, overwhelming time and we can get lost in all the noise of it and the social desire that comes with Sagittarius season, but with Mercury in Sagittarius too, it's important coming out of a retrograde period to just be mindful of what are you contributing energetically and ask yourself, am I available for this? Am I really in my truth able to show up and do all of these things that I'm signing myself up for? Because even if you want to do all the things, which is probably the case uh, with Mercury and Sagittarius. You might really feel a draw to go and participate and contribute. That doesn't mean that you have all the energy or the bandwidth to make all of that happen and then also have anything left for you. So I want to invite everybody who's listening to take some time this month and carve out that self-care time and make sure that you don't negotiate it away because... It is important for you to take that time for yourself, for you to embody the hermit card, and for you to allow your inner light to guide you through the season, even though there are Christmas lights fucking everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Mercury and Sag is a very optimistic, forward-moving energy. But at the same time, we want to we want to be mindful of our words or taking on too much. And you can feel very stimulated throughout these next week. But it's also very important, I think, to admire the enthusiasm while also not being blind to reality as well, Mm. Um, because we can have this very expansive mindset. But we also want to be aware, I think, of just what's currently happening, how we are tending to these things energetically, or are we wearing ourselves out too thin? Because Mercury also is not just about communication, but information and how we're absorbing information. And with a sign like Sagittarius, it's such a a thirsty for knowledge kind of a sign. It can be very easy that we might overwhelm ourselves with wanting to take on too much information and to slow ourselves down a bit. This is a, a good time to be reminded through your environment. You know, your mind might want to go, 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 and you might want to learn, learn, learn. But I think it's great that it is getting dark so early these days. I think it's a great reminder to just kind of slow down and to kind of allow yourself to still be practical with your approach. Yeah, and I think all of that also ties back into justice, just with that truth-seeking as well as that really justice having that energy about really thinking about the impact of your decisions and how they will impact your well-being and the in, and the well-being of others and just uh, keeping a balance within that. Awesome. Yeah, and having conversations, uh, another 
shadow aspect I think that could come from this is sometimes dominating a conversation or, or coming off as like preaching when if really what you're trying to do is have a conversation, then be mindful to hold the space for it to feel like there is a conversation to be had and not that you are possibly energetically backing someone into a wall and not giving them the space to also express themselves freely because that is something that Mercury and Sagittarius really represents. It, it, it's the ability to learn the most when we allow the most freedom for the other person to think and to be accountable. And not to feel like you have to fill that silence by talking and contributing your ideas. Your ideas are great. They also can clog the pathways for other people's ideas to come through. And that's something personally that I'm always working on as a sun sign Sagittarius who has my natal Mercury in Sagittarius conjunct my Mars. If you don't know what that means, it just means I'm super Sag. Translation, <laughs> I have a lot of Sagittarius energy, so it's something I have to personally be aware of. My desire to contribute can sometimes steamroll the opportunities for others to contribute. And in, during Sagittarius season, it's something for the collective to actually take in as their own, especially when we're having the transit of Mercury in Sagittarius. Mm. And then right after Mercury enters Sagittarius, we are going to have our final full moon in Gemini on December 11th, which is a Wednesday. It's going to be an interesting one. I, and I say that because both the Sagittarius energy and the Gemini energy to me in some ways feels a little similar. Whereas a lot of opposite signs within the astrological wheel can seem very opposite. Gemini and Sagittarius, I feel like has a shared air of uh, curiosity, of exploration, of expansion. But this full moon, I think really what it's going to illuminate is uh, the polarity and the differences with Sagittarius being a big picture thinker and Gemini kind of thinking of immediate happenings. And this full moon, I think, will illuminate the opportunity for us to, again, think of that justice card, remain balanced. You know, when we feel that we're going a little bit too far out, pull it back in a little bit. Or if we feel like we might be thinking a little bit too small, we can expand a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And what a great time to do that throughout this full moon is, is to use that energy to remind yourself of the ability to do both. You don't have to be so dramatic, just like you don't have to shrink yourself ever to fit into your environment. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, you're being supported by that three of wands energy, which is really inviting you to not play it small anymore. I love that. Don't play it small anymore. Mm. And full moons, as always, do illuminate everything else that's going on. And on that very same day, we also have Chiron, which is a comet, which is the wounded healer and entered Aries uh, earlier this year in February and has been retrograde a good chunk of the year and is now going to be going direct. And Chiron in Aries, it'll be in that transit for years. It'll be there till 2027, is about healing self. Mm. And now that it's direct and we've just come out of this deep Scorpio Mercury retrograde energy, we are now maybe more aware of the wounds that we have and what needs to be healed and it's been a lot of unearthing like problems and illuminating the issues. And that can feel 
really daunting. It's like when someone gives you criticism or feedback and is like, this is what's wrong. This is what I don't like. This is horrible, et cetera, et cetera. And you're just sitting there going, okay, cool. What can I do with criticism that just tells me what's wrong? How can I improve? Or why is it wrong? Not just that's wrong. And that's a lot of how Chiron retrograde can feel is like, okay, these are the wounds. These are the wounds. They've come to the surface. I know what they are. Take a deep breath. We're out of the water. You know what the wounds are. Now it's time for you to use the lamp like the hermit to light your path to realize that you have the tools that you need to do the work and that there are answers and solutions waiting for you. And if you don't see them in December, don't give up. It takes we, practice. We have a whole other year coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that light only illuminates one step at a time, but you mm. have to take that next step. And that takes faith. And that is another thing about Sagittarius energy. Sagittarius is the philosopher. We are in a season of faith. And for people who are sick of faith being shoved down their throats, I don't mean it in that way. <laughs> and I know that can be hard to, to swallow or hear or believe when we're in, you know, Christmas, Christian holiday and all of that, which is great. If you're Christian, wonderful. I'm so glad you're listening. We love you. We actually love all different viewpoints on this podcast, at least. Yes, we do. And we welcome them all here for all their different wisdoms and, and insights. Contribution. Yes. Mm-hmm that they bring and that's beautiful and that's not what i mean by faith i actually faith to me and to many sagittarius is is belief in self mm-hmm. belief in yourself that or your soul i'll say <laughs> that you do have the tools and digging into who you are and recognizing that you are enough and you are as prepared as you're going to be we talked about on the podcast last month being ready i am ready That affirmation has really stuck with me since November 1st, and I offer it to you Mm. if you're listening to this. I also think um, when you look at the Hermit card, that light inside that he's holding has a star in it. And when I look at that, it ties into the star card, which is all about having that faith. Sometimes we have to go into these periods of darkness in order to find our light, and that light being that piece of divinity within us. And knowing that we have that connection to source to whatever you're trying to connect to and you can draw upon that at any moment in time and use that to illuminate your path forward using it as like a guiding force right yeah your guiding star Mm, beautiful so venus in aquarius is also happening right around the 20th yes we're gonna have venus in your guys's home sign that is venus in aquarius yes it is what do you think about that transit I'm thinking Venus and Aquarius, uh, what I think of that, you know, of course, it's it's love, it's relationships, it's how we show up. I think with it being an Aquarius, it's going to be a very quirky time. It's going to be a very unconventional way to go about wanting to feel freedom and to be able to acknowledge that for love and for for things to work out with finances, you know, yes, we got to be diligent with our things as well, but we also have to take accountability. And I think Aquarius is really good at doing that. It's it's a good energy for acknowledging others because we tend to want to treat others the way that we hope to be treated. And with Aquarius being a sign that really likes adventure and spontaneous freedom, 
it's it's a wonderful time to build on that to build on the trust that we have for our partners for our loved ones um, and for ourselves that we can be very outgoing and and frugal with our money but also responsible and taking ownership for that accountability because we don't like being told what to do (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the truth (laughs) yeah it's about individuality and embracing your independence even if you are in a union or not i mean really i'd argue that you always are because you're always in union with yourself Mm -hmm. and venus in aquarius desires that freedom and love and it's interesting because it desires the freedom and love in order to build community Mm. so it's not like a selfish give me my freedom it's like give me the ability to also expand on my circle give me the ability to create community to be there for others that are also important for me you know being there for your friends being there for family members or whoever it is that you hold dear to your heart aquarius is always thinking about other people and you know our biggest challenge is to put ourselves first this is a great opportunity to remind yourself of that balance Mm. yeah and creating space to make more of the moments that are shared and speaking of moments that are shared a great time to gather which is going to be before christmas time for folks who celebrate that is the winter solstice (laughs) which is going to be on saturday december 21st it's also the same day that the sun is going to transit into capricorn and we will wave goodbye to the wonders of sagittarius season and welcome in the powerhouse that is the sea goat capricorn energy kicks off same day winter solstice I love the winter solstice. I really enjoy celebrating that. For me personally, that's that's something that I tend to want to celebrate more these days as I get older. It's a very important day for me just because it's, it's, it's such a natural timing of the year to acknowledge yet again another seasonal change. You know, and what better way to embrace changes than to embrace the seasonal changes that happen every year? beautiful day to really accept the winter because it's here and it's a beautiful time to really ground yourself and to start thinking more long term it's it's another energetic support for introspection yeah for us in the northern hemisphere of the world it's the darkest day of the year so in darkness is always a great time to plant a seed And I'll always say that. And of course, I'll say that again for our new moon, which is super exciting coming up, actually going to be on the 25th Christmas Day. Wow. But before jumping into that, for winter solstice, to be comfortable with the quiet and the dark and to carve out that time for yourself among all the crazy busyness of the end of the year. People are tying up loose strings they're dotting their eyes they're crossing their t's and just to get get comfortable with the quiet Mm. plus i think uh being the darkest day of the year after that it starts getting lighter again Mm. so So again it's just uh endings are beginnings endings are always new beginnings absolutely true I love that. I really love that. 
way of viewing it, you know? Why focus so much on the darkest day of the year when you can acknowledge it, but also realize that it's also the starting point for more light to come into this new year? Mm. Yes, and then on Christmas Day is going to be the new moon in Capricorn. It's also a solar eclipse. It's the last eclipse of 2019. And I really like this eclipse, uh, biased, of course, because I'm a Sagittarius, but it is forming a conjunction with Jupiter. And so what that means is that the new moon and Jupiter as a planet are in alignment on the same day. And there's a lot of power and opportunity in that alignment because Jupiter is an amplifier. It amplifies everything that it touches, good and bad. (laughs) Uh, But for a new moon, which is our last new moon of the year, it is the day to bury your biggest, fattest seed. What do you really want for 2020? I would even argue that December 25th, is going to be a more powerful day to set intentions for all of 2020 than the 31st or the 1st of January. And I know that breaks people's traditions wanting to do their New Year's resolutions, which I know a lot of people don't even like calling it that. I would just say to set goals. Of course, that's very Sagittarius energy, but hey, it's Sagittarius season, baby. Lean in. (laughs) And... This is going to be a wonderful day for you to imagine what's possible and to visualize it if you can take time to meditate on it. And really, seriously, I mean visualize. I mean like lay on the ground on your bed, sit in a chair, however is comfortable for you. If you only have a few minutes, make the most of it. If you've got 45 minutes, knock that 45 minutes out and imagine what does your life look like that you want? And then that Capricorn energy with Jupiter transiting through Capricorn after you've spent your time imagining and planting your big seed, Jupiter and Capricorn is going to say, okay, how are we going to get there? What are you willing to do? What work are you willing to put in? And what are you willing to sacrifice to accomplish what you desire for yourself and for others, and the ripple effect that everything is connected. And why do you want it? And getting clear about your intentions. You know, Mm. I want this podcast to take off. I know that. I want it to do so well. I want to reach more people. But why do I want that? That's a question I ask myself. Why do I want that? And I have to sit with that. And a good day to sit with those things will be the winter solstice because it is the darkest day before the light starts pouring in. So sitting with it and then figuring out what is the seed. You've got a few days before that new moon solar eclipse, which means it's going to be supercharged to bring things into your life. You might even be surprised by what shows up, who shows up in your life, what text message you get. Maybe it is a gift since it's a gift giving season that shows up in your life, you might be surprised that things will just come to you and manifest to you. But in order for you to receive abundance, you have to believe that you are worthy of it. Mm. So it'll be important throughout this month to be focused on the worthiness 
of yourself so that you can be ready to plant this big fat seed yeah (laughs) (laughs) and following our christmas day new moon and capricorn solar eclipse mercury is going to leave sagittarius and step into that capricorn energy where we're all headed towards in the new year and mercury and capricorn is about being more tactful with what you're speaking and your thought process and the information that you are gathering is more purposeful whereas sagittarius not that it doesn't have a purpose but more so that it was just a collection so Mercury and Capricorn, uh, yeah, communication, definitely an opportunity to be diligent, to be tactful, to be practical. We're being given this support, I think, to also be discerning. You know, Mercury also representing information. Like you were saying, oddly enough, the sign right before Sagittarius is is wanting all the knowledge, is wanting to acquire, acquire and gather and then make their decision as to what it is that they want to keep and what they want to let go of. I think this is a great time as well to also be discerning with the information that might be projected onto us sometimes. Personally, I think the holidays can be a very triggering time for a lot of people. And I can speak from experience that there are some times where a lot of other people's truths can be projected onto you Mm. and can be felt as a very aggressive approach to try and get you to see things a certain way or to feel things a certain way. And with Mercury and Capricorn, I think it's a great time to step into your power, to claim your confidence, to understand that you do have the ability to be discerning and to kind of put up a little boundary if you need to with whoever it is that you need to do it with, because you can and do have the power and the ability to be selective with what it is that you even want to take on as information. Absolutely. I was like over here snapping my fingers. That is poetry to my ears. Yes. Yes to all of that. Yes. And something that came to my mind while you were speaking, Andreas, is Capricorn is just more methodical. Mm-hmm. Capricorn, especially Mercury in Capricorn, that transit is, but do I need to say it? Mm-hmm. And what's the ripple effect of that? They mm. think more in cause and effect. Which, which card is that? That's justice. Yep. All the way. Justice. So that is that justice energy that is ever so present during Sagittarius season because we have Jupiter in Capricorn. That is the bridge becoming more strengthened between the two signs for the rest of the year. It's going to be a focus for us that you don't need to have all the things to make the decision. You can actually just get quiet and find that you already have the answer within and Capricorn can guide you especially ending up this this year this year has been a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's been a lot and the word that keeps coming to my mind is metamorphosis that has been a word that keeps popping up for me and I want to just share the definition of that because when it kept coming to me, I was like, do I even know what that means? <laughs> it's a big word. It is the change of the form or nature of a thing or person into a completely different one by natural or supernatural means. The metamorphosis. We are all changing and we're meant to. 
And change can be scary and hard and overwhelming and beautiful and artistic and musical and divine. And you're where you're meant to be listening to this podcast (laughs) 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 plug. But yes, we're going to end the year on that Capricorn energy. But I want to leave you guys with a challenge, which is to sit down make some time. A lot of people have some time off during the holidays, maybe not as much as they should and write the highlights of the year for yourself. And what I did last year is I wrote my accomplishments down. And since then looking back on it and thinking about doing this for myself as a new annual tradition, just to encourage my own growth, but also my acknowledgement of what I have accomplished I realize I actually don't like the word accomplish that much. Mm -hmm. I actually prefer the word highlight Mm. because there feels like there's more weight to the word accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that I feel I've accomplished, I still feel are so in motion, totally in motion. And I don't know. Accomplished sounds like done. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't think that a lot of the things that we've done this year are going to die in 2019. I I think most of that energy is coming with us, especially the deep. It's carrying on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I invite everybody who's listening to just sit down and write some of the highlights of the year, things that you really, really loved about this year and things that you learned, even if they were hard and dark and scary, even if they felt like the tower card, (laughs) (laughs) that there's beauty in that, too. Mm -hmm. And even if we don't write it, I think just taking that moment for yourself. Yeah. uh, Just to really sit with. What in your heart comes to mind as a good feeling for things that you are grateful for this year? Because although the energy seem like things are coming to an end, we all really know that deep down inside, it's just starting a new beginning. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, it's a wonderful idea to be able to hold that space for yourself, to simply acknowledge, even just in thought, even just in whatever form of holding space for yourself, to definitely feel the gratitude for what it is that this year has brought, even through all the depths, even through the fluxes of the highs and the lows. Because I'm sure that when we really sit down and think about it, there's a lot to be grateful for. And allow that energy to bring you into a space to look forward to this next year and visualize it again. Like I said, like that arrow that's being pulled back with so much momentum and force and gratitude to spring forward to a very, very far destination. Mm-hmm. And I feel like gratitude always has this vibration that's very similar to love. If you can't reach for love, reach for gratitude because it's the closest thing to it. Mm, beautiful. Yes. All of that. So wonderful. Thank you guys so much for showing up in your authenticity and offering what you have for yourself to the world to Mm. see and to partake in and thank you guys for listening and for joining us we appreciate the feedback that you've given to us if you ever want to connect you can find uh soulful of it at soulful of it on instagram and of course if you are loving what we're up to and you are having access to itunes we would love if you went and gave us a five-star rating and dropped us a review to let us know how are we crushing it and if there's any ways we can improve because this is for us but also 100 percent for you mm-hmm. so 
thank you so much and thank you we'll see you in nearly the new year the next episode for the astrology and tarot will drop right before the new year so we'll catch you in almost the new year Mm. thank you so much awesome thank you all (laughs) 